Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. to be back. I need you in my life. I genuinely adore podcast time. I'm not kidding. I'm not even saying that. Like it really, truly, honestly is a privilege to share this community in this space with you. I hope you feel like you can come here. You can bring friends here. I hope this feels like your favorite little hangout spot. (laughs) And I welcome all of you. I know we have new listeners all the time. So I just want to say, hey, uh, my name is Lizzie. I'm a life coach for postpartum women. I'm a mom. And it really doesn't matter how postpartum you are. Like if this podcast calls to you, if your mental health is hurting and you happen to have born a baby at some point in time in your life and you're looking for mental health support, it doesn't matter if you're two months, 12 months, two years 12 years postpartum. It really doesn't matter because postpartum is forever. So we welcome you. Hello. Okay. Oh, today's episode has been born from the deepest work that I've done personally. I have worked with a coach for children of narcissistic parents. Her name is Lara, by the way. She's profound and amazing. And it's been a deep, deep work. And I've learned so much about love what it is and what it isn't. And what happens when we are born and raised on a counterfeit love. And what happens then when we can exchange that for real love. The ways that our bodies heal. The ways that we can hold so much more. We can see so much more. We can give and accept so much more. And when you live in a state of abundance and exception like ACC exception, like accepting, um, you don't have nearly as many health issues. Your mental health improves. And my favorite byproduct is that you can actually receive unconditional love from other people and you can attract people into your life that have the capacity and the desire to also give unconditional love. So how does that happen? What is counterfeit love? What's con- what is the real love? And then I'm specifically going to tie this into postpartum depression and what it looks like when we're postpartum, kind of the the repercussions or the consequences of being raised on counterfeit love and of operating from that mostly with yourself and the voice in your head. Usually how you were raised kind of dictates the voice in your head until Either you get coaching or you, you know, you just take it out and look at it on purpose. And so hopefully this podcast episode kind of opens your eyes to some new awareness today. I kind of have a soft little morning voice. I'm noticing it's perfect for the podcast. Okay. Before we dive in, I want to invite you to leave a review on the podcast And I wanted to celebrate with you that this podcast, the Postpartum Coach Podcast, is actually one of the first one or two podcasts that pop up when you search 
postpartum in Apple podcasts. It is right there on the home screen. I mean, that's amazing and such an accomplishment. And I'm so proud of that and grateful. I also had a client tell me we were talking about how she originally found me and she searched postpartum on Spotify. And mine was the first one that came up when, when she was searching for a podcast through Spotify. Also, if you Google the postpartum code, or sorry, if you Google postpartum podcast on Google, um, you, I guess that's redundant if you Google something on Google, but you know, it's a verb and a noun. It's all confusing. But if you look it up on Google and you put in postpartum podcast, guess what? Mine is in the top four, which is like, usually that's all that you can see is the top four. So as long as I keep showing up and you guys keep leaving reviews, I think it's possible, very possible that this year in 2022, we together could take this podcast to the number one postpartum mental health podcast on Google. Like in the real world, guys, this is not like, I didn't trick the system. Um, I think it does vary a little bit if you have different cookies stored in your browser from other searches, but how cool is that? We're right there. So help me out, share this amazing community and this amazing free resource. I have so many women that have texted me or DM'd me, I guess not text me, but DM'd me on Instagram and been like, your podcast, I just want you to know, pulled me out of the darkest time. Right. And then I've been able to serve clients who want more help and have been able to find me this way. So go leave a review, give back a little, help me out a little, help everybody out a little. Um, even if you just tap a star, although I love your written review reviews and speaking of written reviews, I have a new one that was left, um, by Lizzie. Her name is Lizzie, um, on Apple podcasts. She also happens to be a client of mine. And so I wanted to read it and I wanted to say, thank you so much, Lizzie, for writing this review. Okay. She says, Um, I found Lizzie's podcast during one of the darkest times in my life. Her voice and aura reached out to me through my earbuds and gave me hope. I remember listening to episode after episode and feeling myself rising from despair to curiosity and excitement. Could Lizzie be right? Could I change and heal and love myself right now in the throes of postpartum? I knew I had to schedule a consult to see and the rest is history. I now work one-on-one with Lizzie and she is such a gift to me and my family. My life is changing for the better week by week as I apply what she teaches and experience her dynamic coaching. Um, I just want to say thank you again for that review and it's been a pleasure to coach you and I'm so grateful the podcast reached you and that you found me through the podcast. I want you guys all to know that if you're thinking about working with me, I pray for you and I think of you often. Those of you whose hearts have been touched and lifted and frankly, the broader community as well. I connect with you guys, even if you know we haven't met each other and we haven't talked in real time. It's kind of like Marco Polo, but even more distant and yet still totally real. <laughs> and I really do love you. I, I think of you. And so Hi, like I'm yours. If you want me, I'm here. We can talk. Just book a consult, lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. That is such an honor. Thank you, Lizzie, for sharing that review. Speaking of love and loving you, let's talk about real love versus counterfeit love postpartum and specifically how that sets us up for postpartum depression, but how real love, unconditional love is also the remedy. Okay. The first thing I want to say is that 
unconditional love, to be able to possess it, there has to be safety. This is what I have come to understand. Um, If you're going to feel Jesus Christ's love, you have to have spiritual safety. If you're going to feel the love of the person next or love for the person next to you sitting at the DMV or something, you're going to need to feel safe with that person. Now, maybe not always, but you definitely have to start with safety for you. Okay. So even if the person next to you at the DMV is scaring you a little bit, which does kind of make it harder to love, you can still love somebody who's threatening you and stuff, but that's because you have this unshakable, unwavering, unconditional love within yourself. So if we're looking at through the generations, women specifically, since postpartum is so much to do with our maternal lines, our matriarchy in our family and how that has set us up. If your mother's and mother and your mother's mother, etc., up the line of your family, to the degree that they didn't feel safe, they were not able to love unconditionally. Did they take care of you? It sounds like if you're listening to this episode, you're alive at least. So to some degree, yes, they might've protected you to some degree. Um, but like unconditional love can be total acceptance, even when it goes against what somebody else thinks you should be doing, including your mom. And it also goes from you to you, complete acceptance of yourself. Even when you watch yourself self-sabotage or spend money at target when you told your husband you wouldn't anymore or sit down and binge a Netflix series, even though you had told yourself in the morning, you'd get the laundry done. This is depression by the way. So if this is happening in almost all the categories of your life, this could be depression. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the community. You are accepted here. Your behavior is acceptable and it could be, and can be to you as well. But first you have to stop weaning off of fear-based love and be fed and feed yourself with unconditional love. I bet the burning question here is how, how do we do that? And I always tell my clients that in order to, to make change and take actions that will produce a new result, you first have to get clear and really, really see, not change, just see There is a very real period of just seeing and not changing so that you can fully understand the thing that's not working. That's vital. It's crucial. We cannot skip it. When you try to hurry and make change, like, okay, tell me how, like, I'll go give you the perfect formula. You are right back to conditional love because if you don't make the change, what's going to happen? You're going to be disappointed, frustrated, and back to not loving yourself. Tricky, tricky. So how is a sneaky question because before you do the change, can you love what is, can you be with what is? And that is the moment that you stop having conditional love for yourself and you start having real love is when there are no strings attached, where if you find yourself eating, if you notice that you end up in the pantry again, having the cookies that you snuck and bought and hid from your kids just for you or whatever it is. Right. And, and you see that, can you not change it and keep seeing it when we don't want to keep seeing it? That's when we have conditional love. 
when we are able to sit with it and see it, that's when our love is becoming unconditional. The more unconditional our love, the more we can just sit and be with our own imperfections. And people are terrified of doing that. And in my, in the beginning, like in our first few sessions, my clients are always like, but are you sure that if I just like keep noticing and witnessing, it's going to change. And it's like, it's so fun to watch them give it a try and feel unconditional love for themselves. And when they have that, guess what? All of the sudden, the changes you want to make are not urgent anymore. And you don't get so caught up in how, how do you do it? I need a process. And the how becomes like natural. When you have unconditional love as the environment with which you live in your own body, with your own mind, you just change. You can't not. So when change is feeling hard, that's a signal that love is conditional. I want to make one caveat here, which is that I'm not talking about when trauma comes up from your body. Okay. And that makes things quote hard when there's a lot of emotion coming up. That's different. That is because you have love with yourself. There is safety and your subconscious feels safe to send you old stuff that needs processing or whatnot. That's something that my clients know is part three of my, my three-step healing process for postpartum women. So step one is really just dealing with the surface level symptoms that are kind of urgent to get handled, which is the depressiveness, you know, not being able to get up in the morning or just not being able to be functional in your life the way you want to and the anxiety. So first we calm our bodies with the anxiety and panic attacks. We get to know our bodies and reconnect with our bodies with the depression. Then we calm our minds, right? And a lot of you guys have heard about this process, but calming your mind is with anxiety. It's understanding the triggers with depression. It's understanding the, the cycles that spin you in a spiral downward of the hopelessness and the discouragement and the sadness and all that. And then there's calm your life, which is where the past trauma from your whole past life can come up. Once you've calmed your mind and body, gotten those working together, you love yourself unconditionally to some degree. It's not like you have to be perfect at that, but what's amazing is that when you get that first touch of unconditional love, when you start to allow and accept yourself right where you are, that is typically when, um, anxiety and depression are really done. We don't need them anymore. Your subconscious doesn't need this to send them to you because they've served their purpose in getting you to that place of self-love, self-compassion, which is such a healing state. And that's when what I'm talking about is this trauma does start to surface and it's not crazy. It doesn't mess your whole life up. I mean, it can, it can be definitely like a rock, rock your boat, but, um, it's, it's one and done. So once it comes up and you can release it and manage it and touch it with love, then you're even more deeply healed. It's such a beautiful process. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Okay, so counterfeit love... Um, here's what it looks like from you to yourself. And these often come up 
postpartum. When you don't, let's say, get up and do the dishes and you said you would and you you end up scrolling on Instagram or something, you can't forgive yourself. You use it as a reason to beat yourself up and it spirals you. Okay. And when you do that sort of self-talk situation, that conditional love for yourself day in and day out, what you get, and especially if you were also raised on that by your parents, like if your parents definitely withdrew love from you when you didn't behave a certain way, but then they would give you love or give you, you know, material things or money they would give to you when you were behaving how they wanted and they would take from you when you weren't. That was, that was not love, by the way, that is not love. Let me just say that one more time. So everybody knows when you withdraw or give, depending on behavior, that is not love. That is loyalty, loyalty from a place of fear. Kind of like in the play Hamilton. I don't know if you guys have seen it, the musical, or if you haven't seen it, you know, British history, the monarchy, when there were crazy, crazy Kings, the people were still loyal because at the end of the day, they were afraid that if they weren't loyal, stuff that they had would get taken away or they'd get crazy taxes. Again, their money would be taken away. It's true. I was very loyal to my parents and It's been hard to realize that, but also very relieving to realize that I don't have to be loyal anymore out of fear. And that was never love. That isn't what love is. And now I'm reclaiming the real unconditional love that I believe belongs to each one of us. And that really changes our lives when we get to have it, feel it, operate from it. So going back to postpartum and how you you know, how we withdraw love from ourselves in these moments when we need it the most, when we're just not able to do what we really desire to do, what our highest, most evolved self is desiring to do, the goals we've committed to. That's a moment when we need the most love, but many of us don't know how to give love to ourselves in those moments. The only way we know how to do things is to criticize ourselves, to get hard on ourselves to push, push ourselves, to punish ourselves, to withdraw, you know, well, I can't have this until I do that. And, um, yeah, what that does is it produces self separation, a separation from you to yourself. And if you do that long enough, you get depressive and anxious. And so postpartum that looks like withdrawing, you know, cause then, then when you're depressive and anxious, you have all these symptoms and you feel kind of self-conscious of those, depending on how aware you are of the symptoms. Um, I have a whole free postpartum guide that can give you a whole huge rundown of postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and the symptoms. Just go to lizzylangston.com forward slash guide. You can get that for free in your inbox, but you know, not having a lot of appetite, not having a lot of get up and go, not being able to finish projects we started, not being able to clean our house, not being able to keep the house moderately tidy. I mean, with kids, depending on how many you have, you do kind of want to loosen up your (laughs) definition of tidy, but like not livable, not functioning. And most of us, especially if your mom was very disempowered and not very high functioning and didn't love herself, you might not even recognize that this is a state of depression. This is a grade of depression. So you can check out the guide. If you want to, you can book a consult with me if, if this interests you, but long story short, 
So we have this self-separation, we start to get our symptoms, then we get self-conscious of those symptoms. And so we withdraw even more and we might not know their symptoms. And so then we're, we're even harder on ourselves. And, um, yeah, it just goes from there. It, it makes us so unable to ask for help. And even if people offer help, we don't believe them. We don't receive it. We can't take it. It's, we genuinely lose our connection with ourselves, which really messes with our connection with other people. Our husband can tell us we're beautiful and we don't believe him. He can help us. And we start to think he's just helping us just because he wants something. But ultimately that's because we are treating ourselves that way. And that's because we were treated that way typically. And so whether, you know, it, I don't, I've definitely done my whining and sadness and grieving. It's really just grieving. There was no whining, but grieving. I've done my grieving around being raised on counterfeit love. And kind of like the moment I found out Santa Claus wasn't real in my thirties, I kind of had this come to Jesus, except with my parents where I was like, dang, that wasn't real love. And I grieved it and it's just totally blown up like what I, my world, but I've been able to receive unconditional love from me to myself. So now I don't need anybody else to change for me to feel that, which has healed me, my body. It is healing my marriage and it is helping me become the mother that I always wanted to be when I first started out having kids, but I didn't have the right fuel in my, you know, my gasoline tank for lack of a better analogy. Um, and then, so I couldn't get there. I literally couldn't go to that place of loving my kids the way I wanted to, cause I didn't have it for me. So go to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. If you want unconditional love, if you want to feel it in your religion, because so many of us are living in a religion in Christianity, even like all sorts of religions, but where we don't have this unconditional love, even though it's preached and even though we read about it, and even though we're surrounded by it, it's not happening inside of us. And sometimes you just need a little bit of coaching to help create a little drawbridge between what you know logically and what, you know, your familial patterns. And what that does is then it will create another little bridge from you to your husband, from you or your partner, from you to your children. And once you start to see the fruits of unconditional love, it's amazing. And that's what it's all about. That's when healing is easy. It doesn't just happen. It becomes easy, easy. I'm not joking. It flows. Your body naturally will release all that it doesn't need when love is in the air, right? When it has the proper climate, it will grow just like a flower. You are a creature of love. We were born from love. We are created by a being who is perfect love and love is the medicine. I'll see you on your free consult. I'll see you guys back here next week. Leave me a review. You're awesome. Take care. Love real love yourself. Bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple. And I will be calling you soon.